Oh, what's up? Oh, man. So. Oh, man. <laughs> this shit just won't stop. So. Where's the kid at, bro? What kid? Oh. Okay, so, so, girl was on I-495. Right? She's on I-495. Now it's busy, cars driving. She stopped to help the kid. Like, no one else stopped. No no one else seen this or whatever. She goes missing. Then she goes home. Now, allegedly, this is just, you know, what I'm hearing. I guess her kidnappers, like, let her off somewhere near her home wherever she was she was able to just walk there yeah right so let's just say she stays on henderson maybe they let her off near Bangor or near dakota or chicago street i don't know but i've never heard of a person getting kidnapped and dropped off in walking distance of home. Okay. Right. And we can't find nobody else. Like, all right, so where's the footage of you getting dropped off then? Because if there's footage of the stop on the highway, there's footage of you getting dropped off. And, you know, see, all, every there, there's cameras everywhere. That's why people need to think about these stories. I don't think that we learned anything from Jesse Smollett yet. Yeah. I don't think that we have. And, and, you know, I think that this is a situation, had this been a black man telling this story, right? We just appear out of thin air. There's going to be skepticism. Okay. There's going to be concern like, oh, well, so you got out the car and you left your phone in the car, right? You had called the police. And I noticed when you in a crisis and you about to do one of these things, you always call a family member because that's your proof of what actually transpired. See, things that really be going down like this, they don't be calling family members first. This shit happens so quick. They don't get the, they don't get the opportunity to reach out to nobody. All these things, right? Be having people on the phone. When Jesse Smollett got attacked, this nigga was on the phone with somebody. You know, got back on the phone afterward. So, is she married? Uh, not that I know of. She got a guy. She got a boyfriend or something. I believe she's 25 years old. So, what do you think happened to her? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Where you been? Ain't that, hey. So did F the kid, I'm trying to, I, I read this like in passing. So did the kid, the kid got returned, right? What you mean? Where? Okay, so where the kid at? What What color? So she had, so how did the story get out about the kid? Because allegedly she was on the phone and she said this is what happened. This my whole point. I'm looking at video. I done seen videos of all angles, bro. Ain't nobody seen no kid. Nothing like that. Right? There, there's no description of nothing. Only thing that been found is her. Okay. 
and she didn't even get found. They say she got found, but she showed up at home. She didn't get found, bro. She went home, bro. They didn't find her on the old town road, walking, disheveled, and nah, bro. She showed up at the crib, bro. Let's see. She showed up. Oh, Miss, it's Alabama woman, right? Yep. Carly, Carly Russell. Carly Russell. Okay, so I'm just trying to figure out, like, as she was returned home alive safe Saturday night, the child reported, what child? The 911 call made Thursday night. She was reported, hold on, a child reported in the 911 call made Thursday night by Russell uh, was reported as a male toddler wearing a diaper, according to police. Okay. It was the only report about a toddler made to Hoover 911 Thursday. Okay. So she made a call. Ain't no kid. Okay. So police said they received their call. Oh, uh, 10.44 p.m. Saturday, police said they received a call that Russell had returned home on foot. Okay. Who called? Let's see. Police responded to the scene, investigate, and Hoover Fire Medics uh, responded to the scene to assess and transported Russell to UAB Hospital for evaluation. So evaluation, she crazy. Bro. That's what I get from that. I'm not saying it's true, because uh, usually I'm they say here. for medical for medical care. Look, bro, I'm not here to put nothing on nobody. What I'm here to do is do what we normally do, and we go down the rabbit hole. I know what you told us. Now it never was making sense from the beginning, right? I I, I was waiting like if this chick just like pop up, something's wrong. Because see, what we want to do. We don't want to ask no questions, right? See, we want to play the whole, instead of trying to prove that she's lying, nah, I'm not running around trying to prove that she's lying. What happened? Because that's what the cops is going to do. They're going to investigate everything. Okay. But when a regular citizen who they trying to fool, because I'm the one you trying to fool and who you trying to convince, even though you do need to be trying to fool the police, you really trying to fool me. Okay, so okay, if I so, don't make it easy for you to fool me, why is it a problem? Okay, so check it out. So, so yeah, so she, so basically, she's on her way home from work. She stopped to get food from Colonnade, Colonnade, ten miles from her house, ten minutes from her house. Then stopped to check on the child and called a family member. So she saw the child on the freeway, called a family member, uh, and then her she told her family, and then her family lost contact with her on that Thursday night. But the phone line remained open. When the police arrived, they found her car and belongings, but there was no sign of her or a toddler. 
They have not been able to locate anyone with Carly Russell from the time she left where she picked up food to the time she made the 911 call. Family gathered to search for her Friday night, Friday morning at the Hoover Met and asked for help. Damn, her parents noted that there was a report from a trucker who saw, who said they saw her car with the door open and a gray vehicle had pulled in front of it. They said that the child, the Russells believed that the child was used as bait in order to lure Russell out of her car. But they keep saying the child, okay, so show us the child. That That's it. Because if you could show her pulling over, you could show her getting out. Like, you could show all this, show the kid. You dig what I'm saying, bro? Well, maybe talking. Maybe what? it slipped through the cracks. Maybe it's just a place that people picked a place where there is no camera. Bro, they would still have footage of that. Like, like okay, wherever the cutoff point of that camera was, I'm talking about from what they could view. Mm-hmm. Right, area wise, then there would be another camera covering the area in front of that or behind that. Come on, bro. We know how this shit go. This is the way they're able to really track a motherfucker. Yeah, this camera can't track you everywhere. This camera's gonna pick you up. Well, the phone, they can track the phone and then turn on the camera. Yeah, but she didn't have the phone. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. this all stems from not having the phone. So let's talk about, to the point, she was on the phone and then wasn't on the phone. Cool. So the phone was in the car, I guess, next to a wig. I don't really know the significance of that. But all I'm looking for, where's the kid? Right? Yeah. Because she didn't show up at yeah. home. Like, you guys didn't get a SWAT team and you had to deal with a, a Riddler guy playing games, and you had to pull her out of a... Nah, she she showed up at the crib. Where you been? Well, to me, if... First of all, isn't it like when you file a missing person report, aren't they supposed to be missing for like three days before you can make a missing persons report? Nigga, well... They, they, did they wait three days? No. Or did they do that shit the day of? The next morning, apparently, they were running around saying, where is she? They showed up. They showed up right after the phone call over there. They didn't show up the next morning. They showed up. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, the family. I what you're saying, but that's not what happened. I'm dealing with what happened. They hopped on this immediately. This wasn't, this, this, there yeah. was no 72 hour turnaround yeah. on, on getting active. They got, they hopped on this shit immediately. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so my thing is, okay, if they should be looking for the kid. She is an adult and she f- says she don't want, I mean, I guess having the car door open and stuff. Uh, I guess that makes it changes the element of the of the and finding the car. But if someone called that one with a missing kid, they should be looking for the motherfucking kid, right? Man, bro, you know what they should be doing. This is my whole point. But like, I, I see what you're shoot. saying. I see because you said that they got enough cameras. They should be able to track the timing and the points 
even if the camera's not that, pointing. That, look, that, look, when motherfuckers rob them banks and they do all that shit, that's what you guys do. Yeah. Like so, what what is the difference? I'm not even saying that's not what you're doing, but I do know that y'all just don't want to just tell us. There's there there's clearly. I know y'all know something we don't. That's what you guys always do. You say you looking for suspects. You already got them in custody. Like, I I, I get it. Because that's what I would do if I was in law enforcement, right? I'm going to make you think. I might tell you something that's true, but I ain't just going to tell you the truth. Right? So I'm looking at it that way. But I just do know the story y'all told is that she showed up at home. Yeah. It's all weird to me. But this right here is the, what you call that needle in the haystack of weirdness, where this couldn't get no weirder except you showing up at home. You showed up at home, nigga. Yeah. Right? Like, nobody, nobody stumbled across you. Nobody sent somebody a message and the people were supposed to come find you. You know how they do. Oh, yeah, they over here. Lead the money over here. Okay, uh, you going, nah, -uh. nah, nigga, she just showed up. Like, yo, what's poppin'? Where, you know, nigga, you know how we done disappeared and then just showed up? And then like, yo, where you at? Yeah. See, bro, I bet you if she wouldn't have just came home for a couple days, wouldn't nobody have been looking for her like that? Listen. But that shit was so drama. You was on the phone. Yeah. They said, she said she was fighting for her life for 48 hours. Hey, man, listen. Where, look. Even, oh, she lives. She lives with her parents. She, man, she better. Yeah, 25. She lived with her parents. I'm just looking through different articles. She lived with her parents. Man, I don't know about this story. Where, where, like, because see, what I'm doing is I'm open to the idea of it being some sort of mental issue. All I want to know, where have you been? Because if you were a black man, the first thing, like, we'll deal with your mental health and all that. If, if there's something mentally wrong with you, there's going to be something mentally wrong with you after we go down the rabbit hole. But we going to get down to the truth. Where have you been? There's a child involved. Where is the child? That's what I'm saying. Her boyfriend, look, her boyfriend, she got a boyfriend like Tomar Latrell. He said, I've been looking nonstop. And she would have done the same to me, so I wasn't going to give up till I saw her face again. Simmons said Russell was, uh, uh, Tomar Latrell Simmons. Simmons said Russell was fighting for her life for 48 hours. So she's physically, so until she's physically and mentally stable again, she's not able to give any updates or whereabouts on her kidnapper at this rest. So she was saying she was kidnapped. Like you said. Okay, so. Hey, yo, what if this is like. Um, it's going to shine a light on kidnapping, black women being abducted, and and I, maybe that's why they're grabbing onto this story. 
bro, you already know why they're grabbing onto the story. My my thing is that I don't, you know what, we need to bring more attention to that. Yeah. What, what, what y'all want me to do is y'all don't want me to ask no questions right now. Right? Okay, yeah. so, so basically, if she needs a calendar year to figure things out mentally, then that's what she needs and for a whole year. We need not to ask nothing. And come on, man, that, that ain't yeah. what the police is going to do. Yeah, because my thing, yeah, I agree. And my thing is, um, my, my thing, hold up. One second, man. One second. Okay, we're resuming. There you go. Hello? Hello? Yep, I'm right here. Yeah, so it's like, dude, okay, if you're going to call and say, um, there's a missing kid on the freeway, and then return, you got to start spilling the beans immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the one, like the one kid that was the, the guy they found in the house with his mama. He was 25. They found him in the, in the house. He began to speak immediately. You gotta, if you're in a situation, you can't just let the. Well, if you've been kidnapped, you want the kidnappers to get caught. So you're gonna start jabbing. You're gonna st- immediately. Immediately. You should be, be jabber jaws. You should be. You should be talking so much, they got to tell you stop talking. Yeah, because if they're using the kid as bait, there's a high likelihood that the kid was kidnapped too. Or maybe not. Or abused kid or some shit. So I understand you got to worry about yourself for a while. But in a situation like this with a whole nation, you can really catch the kidnapper. If you put the information out. Nationwide, you're on the wire. You can't just like, yeah, show up. Oh, I've been this and that. Okay, cool. I understand that, and I'm sorry, but we need to get this information so we can catch these people. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. And and people are like, oh, you ain't been in that position, so you can't really say. And oh, okay. I mean, throw something out there. Uh, white dude, women, black. You know, we need a description. We need a composite drawing of this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Right. We need a description of the car. Everybody's going to be running around on a spree. You don't know. So hey, bro, look, bro, it's insane. And like I say, all I want to do is get some answers because this just, bro, this just don't make any sense, bro. Mm-hmm. This, this just doesn't make any sense. And I know how they try to make it seem that anybody asking questions is, you know, you're part of the problem. And this is why, this is why people don't come forward, right? Because you might ask something. So the reason why people might not come to the police is, well, the police are going to actually investigate rather than just taking what you said happened and whatever, whatever. Okay, well, cool. Right? We always trying to figure out a way to blame the person who has apprehension. Yeah. Right? And I can guarantee you the same people 
who just believe everything going on with this are the same people who, no matter what, were trying to find a way to say Jesse Smollett what wasn't in the wrong. Yeah. Where it's like, well, even if he did do this, the cops, I'm all like, you're doing everything for there not to be any accountability. Yeah. And with the situation, all I'm trying to figure out is where's the accountability at? Yeah. I mean, now, if you know what, bro, if it really is a mental issue and this and that, we'll deal with that. But I will say this. There's plenty of men who are locked up because they did something and they weren't in a mentally good place yeah. when they made the decision. Yeah. Right. But they'll lock they'll lock a nigga up for having mental issues, bro. Yeah. Right. If you do if you do certain shit, then like yeah, we understand you have mental issues, but we're gonna lock you up. Like the like the person the as the person who kidnapped her has mental issues, they're still going to prison. Yeah. Right. I'm, look, bro. I honestly believe, bro, and I know that Jesse Smollett would take this as an insult. I think he got mental issues, bro. Well, yeah. I, I really do, bro. I really think he has mental issues. So him, right? He he probably needed some sort of treatment. Yeah. Rather than jail time. Yeah. But he pushed it far enough to where his mental issues became secondary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's getting counseling or whatever, and maybe he hasn't. I mean, I would hope he would, and I would hope that he would get a counselor to just say, hey, you got to within yourself recognize the truth and what's not. Like, You know, you know, and that makes me think about, yeah, the... Uh, I mean, to be an actor, have you, you're engaging in delusion anyway, which by uh, many, uh, many, if, if if delusion is directed in a non-professional way, <laughs> it's called schizophrenia in, in 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 a roundabout way. Like I, 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 I you just hit the shit out the head, bro. Yeah. These niggas, these niggas is, is these dudes is professional schizophrenics, bro. I know a professional. I know this guy who we knew from back in the club day, right? I ain't gonna say his name. Yeah. You probably know who it is too. And this dude has been trying to convince me for the last thirty years that he is a famous actor. Who you talking about, Aaron Root? Is that who you're talking about? He be talking about he's about to do the DMX shit. Oh, or the Jamie Foxx movie. Oh, okay, I thought you was talking about I thought you was talking about my boy Aaron. I got a partner who No, that I think that's him. He, yeah, he he's he's really he's really doing what you say, like he be going around trying to convince people Yeah. Of this, I, you know, acting career that he's working on. Yeah. I'm just like, bro. If you don't cut it out. I seen him. The, uh, look, I seen him like a year ago. He recognizes me. He'll spot you from in a crowd from across the street. Yeah. He, he comes over. He's got on the Eddie Murphy uh, Detroit Lions from the movie. What's that movie? Uh, uh, with Nick Nolte. 
he got that that jerk, uh, that jacket, the forty eight hours jacket. He bought on uh, Amazon for like sixty bucks. He walks around. He walks up to me and he goes, "Hey, I see how you a public servant. You doing your your best, man. You underappreciated." And hands me twenty bucks. He said, "Yeah." I said, "What you been up to?" Oh man, you know me. I'm just doing this movie with about to do this movie with Jamie. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> and then, so I see him like last week on the bus. Uh-huh. He, he gets on the bus. He he look he looks at me at corner of his eye, but he recognized. But he's like, okay. So he sits down purposely behind me, and then he proceeds to pick up a cell phone, and he's arguing. This is like at like eleven o'clock at night. He's arguing with somebody on the phone. Dude, I told you I closed all my social media accounts for this role. He's talking, arguing with somebody loudly on the bus. And then he goes, I got my own money. I, 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 can, I can fund myself. I just need, you know. And he pulls out a roll like a big old knot of cash. Like a huge knot. Probably like 10 grand, you know what I'm saying? If you were to. And I'm like looking at this dude, like clearly it was a whole fake roll of paper. And he goes, I can't. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's definitely Aaron, bro. And that's what. what and, is he dark skinned and bald Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he, he does. He and he does walks that. like he's buff, like he's like, he walks, yeah. walks bigger. Yeah. Yeah, that's Aaron, bro. Yeah, yeah. Been knowing that dude for years. He's been doing that shit for years. Been doing that shit for a long time, bro. And the thing is, is that it's never going to end. You know how we grow out of it? How? Nah, he's never going to grow out of it. He ain't like never. The, the, the tall tales and the, just the extraness of. You know, we get older and then we start like downplaying everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like I, I know, I know that's what I do. Like, bro, I could like be doing so well, right? And like, nigga might get off to the side because me and Red do that. Like me and Red, you know, Roscoe. Yeah. We we get together and we really celebrate, bro. We're successful. Yeah, who would have ever thought? But, like, bro, I'm not running around talking like that. Like, yeah. no, nigga, that's not the way these things work. But but really, that leads into, like, the whole internet as a whole. Like, Facebook is, like, on full time. It's 24-hour lunacy. Man, bro. Like. The, yeah, the, the internet definitely just makes, you know. And I don't want to, because we have to be responsible. I have to be responsible for what I say myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, goodness gracious, they make it so convenient for me to be a dickhead. Man. I reward that shit. Man, I just be wanting to say shit so bad. Like, nobody wants to see a selfie of you at the gym every morning. Yeah. Little thing. And then what be funny. My my kid that, got a car. Uh here's my uh my uh uh, uh with, 
I, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here at this thing. I'm here at that thing. I'm at the auto parts store. Yeah. Um, I bumped into my guy, Rich. I went by my old high school. Like where you just tell everything. Yeah. And it's cool to do it like every once in a while. Like, hey, oh, what's up? Like I ran into the to the homie Zach was like at the beach. Went over to his beach house because I was out there. Boom, picture, bam. Cool, whatever. Keep it rolling. You know, like, and then the next morning have another picture with the motherfuckers. I'm like, this is weird shit. This shit is starting to get real kooky out here, man. And it started... Then, then, you, got, then you got the dudes who... They always got these amazing community deeds. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, man, how come every time you go to the store... Somebody's there distraught, crying, broke. Like you always pull up on the scene. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or you always like gotta tell everybody what you did for a nigga. Oh, da da da. And you know at first, whatever, yeah. whatever. Now you know the yeah. Uh, da, da, man, like. Stop patting yourself on the back all the time. Like, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. It, it's not really. It's like it, it's cool. It's cool to it's cool to give yourself a little bouquet of flowers here and there. But some of y'all, every time I turn around, but you know you're what? Trying to like praise yourself. Exactly. You know how I know it ain't real. This is how I know it ain't real is because. Like, okay, if, if there's an event, right, the, niggas, niggas will have an event and not put the flyer up till the motherfucker is going. Oh, yeah, bro. But, and I would have went to half of this shit, but it's like, they got so big an ego and shit, they, they be like, oh, no one's really coming, let me put the flyer up. But if the shit was lit... They'll post a picture of them there with the people around like, oh, you missed out, nigga. Yeah. But I'm like, bro, I wanted to come. If you would have put the flyer up, not halfway through the shit. Or after it. Niggas done put shit up after the shit was over. Flyers and Man, shit. Of course, look, bro, of course, bro. Like, I could have had, had a nice little run yesterday. Had I known about the beat walk, <laughs> had I known about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I was, I was all there for it all weekend, but I'm getting this shit late. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. I want to see Angela Winbush. Yeah. You know? And then, you know, I mean, I knew about it because, you know. I be in the community like that, but I get what you're saying. Like a lot of this stuff, man, we ain't we ain't promoting this shit like we supposed to. Nah, man, this shit could be a well. Oh. No, actually, I knew about Angela Wimbush. I'm not, you know, but the way they did the flyer, it was like Stokely. I'm like, who the fuck is Stokely? Oh yeah, Mink Condition. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even listen to Mink Condition. I'm like, who's Stokely? What? Like, it, I don't listen. To, I listen to Pretty Brown Eyes. That's it, bro. That's like. They should have said mid condition. <laughs> I would have been like, okay. Bro, mid condition is mean, bro. Yeah. You gotta, you man, you gotta get him a shot. Just chill, vibe out, 
get you some grown scotch or something. Yeah. Or, yeah, you know. Yeah, they. I'm they, more of like an Anderson Park nigga with a Bulal and fucking yeah. and Jill yeah, he, Scott. He, he's a beast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, Anderson, yeah, he that's a bad boy. Man, Bilal's a coldest. He's a coldest. He's like, man, I mean, Anderson Park kind of like, Anderson Park is a cold motherfucker too, though. It took me a while to get into him, you know, because just being an old nigga, and I was like, oh, these young nigga, fuck him. You know, I'll be fucking with Quays and, and then, you know, and Rock, Rock, shit, Rock need to, uh, Rock, that boy, whew, I didn't know he was that damn filthy. I knew he was filthy, but goddamn. Uh, Rock, Rockefeller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, man. He, come on, man. This nigga dance, rap, sing. God damn. This dude's like a straight prodigy. Yeah, and I, I know he was some, but I'm like, man, he's on a whole nother level right now. Yeah. He's, he's definitely, he, he's definitely one of those. You ain't lying at he, all. Yeah, and so okay, so um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so let's see. Oh, we're gonna talk about how uh student loans, right? How Joe Biden and the student loan bullshit, and how student. I was thinking the other night. I was like, student loans are the original PPP. Oh uh, yeah, bro. That that was the PPP before. That was the that was the they, original. They'll, they'll give you a student loan right now, knowing you ain't in school. They give you a student loan right now, even though you're in default. <laughs> they'll yeah. be like, nigga, like fuck it. Not, not not caring at all. Like their whole thing is to keep you in a trick bag, and they'll educate you on it. By the time you get ed- your education, it's gonna be that debt. Yeah. And, we gonna, we gonna give you a hands-on education. And, and, and it is crazy because it's like, it's like, man. Okay, so when they got when they uh when they ruled in, in, in this uh, uh, affirmative action suit, right? So the Asians really shot themselves in the foot because I feel like the Asians and a lot of foreigners, uh, immigrants. They were really the ones benefiting from this shit. The most lately. So what I'm saying is with the with, with now, the only conversation that can be had for us is reparations. So I'm feeling like the only thing that they're gonna like lay out in terms of reparations, it's gonna be wiping of the student loans for black people. I think that's going to be the comprom- the great compromise in the end. What do you think going to be the great compromise? The great compromise is going to be wiping of black people's student loans. And, and, and yeah. yeah, I think that's really what we're going to end up with in some housing shit like like uh like a housing loan program and some medical shit. And it might be st- it might be state by state. I think even Washington State's talking about doing some sort of reparations. Cause some fool in the Columbia City group on Facebook was talking about 
homesteading what does homesteading mean and i was like it means sounds like reparations to me and some white boy was like well did you see the historical things i'm like i don't give a fuck what, what historical i know what historical that you motherfucker gave away niggas land <laughs> i know that part that's what that we means definitely, we, we definitely know the historicity on that what does homestead mean to black people what is homestead <laughs> like? It only means something to white people that were here in that period. Like that yeah, only. Yeah, like they somebody somebody would have to like yeah like what is it? What are we doing? What do, what does it mean? Right? Because one thing I know, you'll give us a word and we'll think we know what it means. Yeah. Because you'll give us a certain feeling, and then we'll run around with this shit not really knowing this shit wrong the whole time that's what you do to us yeah y'all play like that they're trying to it's like they're trying to like fucking like separate us from reality like oh a homesteading like what the fuck oh okay what is the meaning of a homestead and a lot of people stayed off as like oh it has a specific meaning it depends, as Karen notes, what country did you hear the term in? See, these motherfuckers are slippery. Oh, say, on the other hand, there is some property still in my extended family that was granted as part of the Federal Homestead Act of 1862, where in return for a grant of acreage, you agreed to occupy and improve it. So now they try to twist it into some of these areas like in the Midwest where they're giving away free acres, but you got to move there. So yeah, but... But if you move there and there's a whole bunch of racists there and you're like have no resources around you and no one's gonna it's like some crazy ass twisted system that these they're really just trying to re so they still got the homestead act. That's basically what they're admitting to here. Cause it's so somebody else put a put an article. It says thirteen places where you can find free land for your homestead. But it's like Lincoln, Kansas, uh, Marquette, Kansas, like Minnesota. <laughs> Come on, bro. Freeland and uh, Mankato. It's like basically Kansas here. Can Osborne, Kansas. So what does that mean to black people? So we supposed to move to an area with no resource, surrounded by y'all. And... And be subject to y'all rules, so we get the free land, and then y'all gonna be like, "Oh, well, it's not up to our state." Yeah, it's all, it's like buying a McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, got you a McDonald's, but you still don't control shit. The land is ours. Anytime we want to, we can do something other than what you want. Yeah, so not oh, you like sub. So then the, the, the local government can come in and just switch shit up on you when you're sitting there. And see, that's what I'm talking about. This crazy, yeah, Elwood, Nebraska. Free land, brother, go there. No, I'm talking about what the government of the United States needs to kick in for in reparations. I shouldn't be having to worry about these motherfuckers. They're like, oh, well. And then, and then the Emory good dude, after, they, after the affirmative action, I, I think it's good it's ended. And I'm like, bro, you guys are 
gotta be either stupid as fuck or somebody convinced you you was white. And the white people finna show you that they ain't trying to let go of shit. And I'm seeing that as I go further and further into, you go into like sensitivity training, you go into uh, like these areas where they're trying to like re-educate people on being sensitive about race and what you say and what you do. And there's there's all kind of protections for everybody but black people, really. Like at my job, somebody can call me a nigga all day and I'll be like, hey, they call me a nigga and they're like, write, write a report on it. Mm-hmm. But they like, if I'm like, call me the F, you know, F-A, whatever, the gay word, they'd be like, oh, man, you need to take a day off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, who was saying that? They're creating, they're giving them protection, but most of them is gay. But you want to hear something super crazy. I was calling you about the other night. It, this is some crazy shit right here. Okay. Harvard Medical School. Have you heard about that shit? What, what they done did. It's like a few stories. So basically, medical Harvard Medical School, uh, Cedric Lodge, 55, I guess this nigga got, he said he got, uh, he got indicted in the United States court in New Haven, uh, New Hampshire, follows arrest on charges related to a scheme to steal and sell donated body parts. So a longtime employee of Harvard Medical School allowed people to come into the mortuary unit at the school and choose a body part of human corpses they like to buy. So the government claims Lodge, who worked for the school's anatomical gifts program, secretly took money in exchange for pieces of cadavers donated to the school. They said one of the customers was Katrina McLean, a Salem resident who owns Cats, Creepy Creations, and Peabody. They paid six. She paid six hundred dollars for two faces from dead people that she then sought to have tanned in the leather. So they bust into the lady's house. I think the lady had a house full of faces up in her house that she got off of cadavers. That's the cold mess right there, boy. They said like, like they they've they found like four hundred and fifty parts have been sold. So Harvard Medical. Like people like oh they they decide to have people have this they people volunteer to have their bodies donated to the school. I'm assuming that that that's literally everybody that came through there for a minute. Isn't that some Man, crazy? Just, I mean, I'm just saying though, that's a that's a lot of body parts, bro. Let me see. So. So look, this is this is another a story that's connected. So when FBI agents searched a Kentucky apartment Tuesday and found 40 human skulls, spinal cords, femurs, and hip bones inside. Wow. 
They asked the occupant, James, not if anybody else was home. Only my dead friends. He got the body from Harvard. Agents found one skull wrapped in a headscarf and another sitting on a mattress were not slept. Others were strewn around the Yeah, strewn around the apartment as if there were donations. Isn't that some crazy shit? And so the grizzly discoveries were disclosed in a criminal complaint that not put in the middle of a multi-state international trade in body parts stolen from a morgue at Harvard University. William Knott, elaborate Facebook scheme. And face what? The motherfucker was selling the body parts off Facebook. He used a pseudonym William Burke, so which he was trying to sell the parts. That's terrible, bro. Yeah. And they said he got a tip. So that then they got then they got another tip in East uh Pennsboro Township, Pennsylvania. That human remains could be found at the residence of Jeremy Polly uh, in, in Enola. They put they executed a search warrant and found more body parts, including organs and skin. Polly's wife that showed he was communicating with a woman who worked at a, a mortuary in Little Rock. So, so now they were stealing. So he was also stealing parts from a place in Little Rock. Remains that were due to be cremated and sold them over to Polly. They included human hearts, uh, brains, lungs, and two fetal specimens. They were wow. doing the payments by PayPal. She sold, man, man. She was so, but they put the black guy as the face of all this shit, but it's all white people behind him. Yeah, the Cedric Lodge guy. But see, they ain't got no pictures of, of all these other people. See, women charged selling eleven thousand dollars a body part, which I am saying he ain't absolved. He just as creepy as they are. He was just trying to get some paper, apparently. And you said that they that they was on PayPal. That they was paying off of PayPal. Yeah, and and doing the, this one guy, he was doing the sales off of Facebook using a pseudonym. Oh my god! And that's just one of the little okay. So now, okay, they found bones at another spot. And then, let's see, second. So now lawsuits are being filed by the families of the loved ones. And so, and that's why I'm saying this is all while this, while that first story we talked about, with the with the chick and the kids, see that it seemed like that's why the news is blowing this shit up to cover this shit up. Because nobody knew about this shit, right? None of the major, none of the major, uh, except USA Today, the only one that's carrying the story. Nothing, no, no major, uh, no major publication is carrying the story. It's all minor, small papers carrying the story. I mean, the independent is, is, yeah, so Harvard's being sued, right? My guesstimation is a troubling discovery. See, there's like they're discovering more and more shit. And see, what I'm saying is 
A lot of this shit could be linked back to they were doing that to us in slavery, right? Yeah. And don't they have uh what's his name? You know what I'm talking about. They had to lead the uh revolt. Nat Turner. Don't they got Nat Turner's head up in Harvard? Shit, they might. I ain't gonna say they do. If they, if they do, I wouldn't be surprised at all just because of what their practices have been and the, and the things that we know for a fact that yeah. they've done that's just, you know, on record. Let me see. Let's see. No, I guess I ain't got the skull. But I think they got Sitting Bull's skull too over there at Harvard. Let me see. Yeah, so, yeah, I know they turned them to Greece. And they, yeah, and it's flat. And they, yeah, they took, they they made, they made souvenirs from Nat Turner. They made purses, Greece, and his bone was uh, divided into trophies to be oh, handed. And, and so, basically, they family still got that shit. Like, yeah. whoever got it, it's still, because it's a souvenir, you don't get rid of those. Yeah. So, they still got that shit, proudly displaying it somewhere in their house. And then they running around publicly, like, helping set moral standards. And they got a Nat Turner pocketbook at home. Yeah. Disgusting. Oh, Geronimo. There it is right here. Mystery of Geronimo. Geronimo skulls over there. Up and near. See? And there's like historical shit when they talk about how they was keeping body parts. See? This is some weird. Oh, he died. It's in there. Yale, his head, his skull and bone. Okay. Yeah. It said his head was over at Yale. In the Skull and Bones Cross Clubhouse called the tomb. Secured with a padlock. Members are forbidden to reveal what happens inside the building. So it sounds like a whole lot of ceremonial shit going on. Uh, they're trying to turn it into like a purely uh, uh, capitalistic enterprise, but I'm more inclined to think that it's something else. When, especially in regards to all these missing people in the country, it's some. It's definitely something else going on. But we'll we'll get into it. I gotta run. All right, bro, bro. All right, man. Peace. Peace.